It is a Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal. Looking forward to hearing from my guests, learning from my guests. And there's quite a lot that I want to ask my guest today. She is a dietitian and wellness expert. In her second year at university, she started working as a sports nutritionist. She has gone on to work with different organizations. She's passionate about children. And she has also appeared on quite a few TV shows. Shows. She's a host and brain behind The Dietary Factor, which is a health and wellness show on Forever Media TV, YouTube channel, and that airs every two weeks. It gives you all kinds of tips on what you need to know to live a healthy lifestyle. I have Jackie Immaculate Chirabo joining me today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Crystal. How are you, Jackie? I'm perfect. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I love that. It's nice to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, my pleasure. So tell me, were you born here in Uganda? Where did you grow up? Um, I was born here in Uganda. Mm-hmm. I come from a beautiful family. Um mm-hmm. I was raised by my mom. Mm-hmm. The sad thing is my dad passed on when I was like in my primary four. Oh, okay. I think that's been like the saddest part of our family. Mm. But I come from a family of eight. Okay. And I'm the last one. You're the baby of eight children? Yes. Ha. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the beauty about my family is it's dominated by boys. Okay. So I have six brothers and one sister. Oh. <laughs> And you're the baby girl. My, my, my. That means everyone was so protective over you, I'm sure, over the years. Yes. What was that like growing up? Um, It's beautiful to have people that are always watching your back. Mm -hmm. My brother is amazing people. And actually, one of my brothers is a soccer player. So he is the one who made me want to do sports nutrition. (gasps) Okay, now it makes sense. All right. So where did you grow up? I grew up from Gayaza. Mm-hmm. Yes, my mom stays in Gayaza, so that's where our home really is. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, actually, I studied from Gayaza mm-hmm. in primary, though I didn't complete from the school. Mm. I completed my primary from St. Joseph's in Zambia, okay. primary school. There's a primary section there. I've studied from Catholic schools all my life. All <laughs> your life? Yes. Okay. Is, yes. is your mom a Catholic? Uh, my parents were staunch Catholics. My ah. dad was really a staunch Catholic. Okay. He's really known all over the circles. And then my mom was a Catholic, but she got born again. Okay, so. okay. Yes. but Catholic schools it was. Yes. For you and all your siblings as well? Yes, all of us. It's either St. Joseph's <laughs> or Immaculate something. <laughs> it has to be Catholic foundation, you uh-huh. know. There's just a beauty about how Catholics build their schools and their structure. Mm-hmm. I appreciate really going to those schools. Mm-hmm. Yes. And your middle name is Immaculate. So, yes. uh, <laughs> there it is. Okay, so... So where was high school for you, A-levels? Um, I did my own level from uh, Immaculate Heart. Okay. Nyachivale. Mm-hmm. It's a school in Rukunjiri. Mm. That's where I completed my own level from. Beautiful school, very strict Catholic schools. I think that's the norm. Mm-hmm. You have to be structured. You have to be a woman of substance. You have to have 
a certain kind of I think energy mm. that puts you out there in the world. Okay. Then I did my A level from Arled of Good Counsel <laughs> in Kayaza. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like I've told you Catholic Foundation really all the way, all the way from nursery <laughs> till A level. Okay. Yes. At that point did you know what you wanted to do because going on to become a dietitian and wellness expert? Um what were you thinking your life path was going to be in your A levels Um so I actually was this go getter I still am mm. I wanted uh, to be a doctor okay. when I was in form 1 I said I'm going to be a doctor I started to you know focus on those subjects biology chemistry physics mm-hmm. that's all I ever wanted but then I think I was like in form 3 I used to love reading newspapers. So as I was going through an article, there's this particular section that captured my attention. Mm. There was a nutritionist who used to write in the newspapers. So I got the day they write. I started to find their articles really like interesting. Oh wow. Yes. That was back in your S3? Yes, yes. I used to read newspapers like you know in school you don't have a phone, you don't have anything, mm. so you find any kind of entertainment, yeah. either a magazine or a newspaper, something that's going to take off all that stress and all that we go through in school. Mm-hmm. So those articles captivated me so much. And then I I learned they such a profession as a nutritionist. Hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So in form 3 I'm like oh yeah I think this suits me This is really early in life to be that organized <laughs> I but know. okay uh-huh. So I'm like I think this suits me so I'm not the kind of person who bumped into that thing mm-hmm. That's why I think it's been effortless for me because then I'm like yeah I think I can be this Mhm. So I tell people I've seen some interesting thing you can be a nutritionist, a dietitian and then everyone is like what is that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're just starting to learn more. I mean the fact that you are a sports nutritionist at some point even that I'm like oh oh yeah that's an actual thing. <laughs> okay so at that point you started to think okay I want to be a nutritionist. I want to go down this path. Mhm did you start doing research to figure out what you needed to I do I did I did some research you know you go to the computer lab and I'm googling I'm like how much does a nutritionist earn <laughs> <laughs> So I started to read I got the data and I used to read those articles on and on till my A level Mhm I really was diligent in that angle even newspapers you'd find there are some magazines that put those recipes and those i kind of started to go big on it mm-hmm. while i was still in high school so i said i think i'm not going to be a medical doctor mm. i can be this i think it's good enough mm-hmm. so i dropped my dreams of being dr jacky mm-hmm. <laughs> to being a dietitian okay. and then now uh, when we finished form 4 i had performed really well in the subjects that would make me a dietitian mm-hmm. but i had not done food and nutrition in all level okay instead i did literature i don't know what was going on in my <laughs> mind <laughs> i okay. just love to read and maybe i love exploring new things so mm-hmm. they had this thing that if you're a scientist you kind of don't know how to communicate or mm-hmm. so me i wanted to beat those 
Ah, yeah, that's stereotype. stereotype. I'm like, no, I can be a scientist. I can be neat. I can be with good English. So I did literature. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a reason why we did literature. Yes. But did it hit you in your A-levels that, wait, I didn't do food and nutrition and that was important? Yes. Okay. So it hits me. I'm like, hey, but I should have done food and nutrition if I really wanted to be a dietitian. But then that year, we were supposed to do only three subjects mm-hmm. so you instead of doing like pcb and mm-hmm. then fn you had to do like pcb and sub math or computer okay so for me uh why i went to our lady was because they had the foods and nutrition ah <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so, so that- i go to that school and that subject was so highly prized mm-hmm. i mean to do foods and nutrition would make you feel like I'm the big deal. <laughs> Everyone, like, they revered it so much. Mm-hmm. We had a full library, a full lab for us as FN students. Wow. So it became one of my best subjects in mm-hmm. A-level. I did biology, I did chemistry and foods and nutrition. Mm-hmm. I stroked with sub-math. Okay. I think that's the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> wow. Yes. And that's amazing that you had that vision and focus. You did the research to make sure you were on the right path. At no point were you thinking, ah, maybe I'll do something else. Um, as I wanted to do my BCFN, mm-hmm. I'd got in it. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes and says, but Jackie, you can't be a doctor. Why are you going for a lesser? But, but uh, you know, something less than like, mm-hmm. being a nutritionist is a lesser version of a doctor, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I could change. <laughs> so I changed and I did BCM. You changed? Yes, at some point. I sat in the math class twice. I said, I don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it was another language, right? <laughs> yes, I figured, no, 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 I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Math is okay for me, but um, I could do it. But there was something missing, yeah. literally. And, so um, you got back on track. Yes, Good I got for back. You. I said, no, let me do it. It was a relative who suggested. Mm. said, no, you know what? Uh, let me do BCFN. And yes, I settled for that. We even had career guidance and... That was me clearly. Mm-hmm. And I did it wholeheartedly knowing I'm becoming a dietitian, nutritionist, no confusion. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Up to now, I tell people I'm not a doctor because from school, people will be like, but you can be a doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not but really. you are focused. Yes. So after A-levels, what's the path that you needed to take to become a dietitian? Then? As I think God is really faithful. Mm. Um, in a level, I turned up to be one of the best students in my school mm-hmm. because, you know, I was doing things I love. So FN came easy. Mm-hmm. Things kind of just connected. And uh, I got a government sponsorship at Chambogo okay. and guess the course, mm-hmm. Human Nutrition and Dietetics. <laughs> <laughs> This is so cool to hear. Yeah. Okay, so in your second year, mm, mm. other people leave university and they are looking for jobs. In your second year, a job found you. I know. What happened? <laughs> what happened was, um, I used to to do a sport. I played a sport at university. Mm-hmm. I love venturing. So while in level, I learned how to play table tennis. Okay. And so uh, when I joined university, they were looking for 
girls who can play that sport mm-hmm. because they didn't have any girls on the team. And here I was, I knew the basics. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I know the basics. I can throw the ball. I can, you know, play. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the moment they saw that I could do just the simple work, they made me captain. I'm like, mm, a captain. <laughs> <laughs> with just basics just mm-hmm. now is the most I'm using captain everyone will be like oh, does she really know like <laughs> okay and so along the way I used to interact with very many sports people mm-hmm. because I played for Chambogo even like in the inter-varsity games mm-hmm. I used to just play my sport all for me I wanted was to enjoy like at least I play sport whether mm-hmm. I win or lose I'm it's good okay. I play you know uh-huh. so in there I could interact with very many sports people mm-hmm. because we had uh, the best of the best let me say these international these guys were playing international sport mm-hmm. and that captivated me I, along the way I met like the footballers some of them are already like on teams mm-hmm. and so I'm like yes I think now I can do sports nutrition mm-hmm. yes. okay so I think someone found out that I love it so much so they connected me to Rising Star Kids Academy mm-hmm. to educate the little ones about Was it a soccer academy? Ride. Yes. Mm-hmm. For kids mainly from two years till like I think 12. Mm-hmm. So they had groups. Eh? I used to train them uh, what to eat, what to avoid. It was my first kind of dealing with people mm-hmm. not the theory but practical, practical. yes mm-hmm. yes so that was my first venture mm-hmm. and it's just because i used to read a lot about the sports how what are the needs of a sports personnel and all that what's their dad supposed to look like mm-hmm. yes i think that's fascinating because most people think about the adult sportsmen right and athletes and yeah they focus on that but right from the time someone is a child you have to focus on your nutrition as well not just uh, make sure you eat some fruits and vegetables because i think that's the general thing for most people they're like ah children you need to make sure they eat their fruits and vegetables but you said the things to avoid like what are some of those things uh, there are certain foods that slow performance, mm-hmm. like for literally everyone, not even just a sports personnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, like really refined foods, eh? mm-hmm. refined foods, junk, foods high in junk. It's just that um, they're not really bad, but I could say they shouldn't dominate your diet mm-hmm. that much. We all need to eat like organic, local food that is really nutritious and mm-hmm. not tempered with. Okay. The moment a food is processed, it loses a lot of quality. Mm-hmm. A I lot could, of the nutrients. Yes, I mm-hmm. could give an example, maybe like white rice. Mm-hmm. As they are polishing it, you lose out all the fiber, you lose out all the important nutrients that you need. So by the mm-hmm. time you're eating a food, you're basically getting energy or calories from meat mm-hmm. and the less of those micronutrients that yes, you need. Yes, actually, people say brown rice is available. It's just most people don't know about it. But brown rice is actually available in so many places and it's way more nutritious. Yes. Okay. So that's how that's my journey has been. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the moment I think we were doing our finals, our final exams, you know, I'm done with university. These are my final papers. There's a company which was looking for nutritionists. Mm-hmm. It was called Ibfan Uganda. Mm-hmm. And so we apply there. Surprising story. They needed two people and we did a 
test, a psychometric test. Mm-hmm. It was so hard. Mm. I failed to finish. So they needed two people. I didn't qualify. Mm. And they got their two people. Something just told me, maybe send them an email mm-hmm. and just, you know, try to inquire if they would need a third person. So I sent them an email. I'm like, oh, yeah, would you need a third person? I can be available even if you're not paying me. Wow. Yes. Oh, look at you. You put yourself out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then the lady was like, wow, you know, you were the third candidate, but we could only cater for two people. Mm. But I think since you had in the third runner up you can come okay yes mm-hmm. so i joined the company for the first two months actually they were not paying but mm-hmm. along the way they started to realize the value i was adding on the team they mm-hmm. said no jack is adding more she's creating more ideas and all that we need to pay her oh yes. okay <laughs> i think that's a nice reminder that sometimes you have to put in your own energy just for the experience before you're expecting the payback most people are like how much are you paying me i'm not coming if you're not giving me this amount of money it don't work like that so okay good yeah. for you it depends on how much you love something mm-hmm. i'm one person that has grown to appreciate nutrition and that and i can do just anything mm. to make sure that people understand how valuable it is so when i got onto the team i think they saw how passionate i was for mm-hmm. children how i wanted people to learn and all that and they're like okay i think we can Mm-hmm. We need such a person. Then actually what happened was by the time I left they had even made me an administrator. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. It looks like so many opportunities opened up for you after that because in 2018 you worked as a national supervisor for was it World Food Program? Is yes. It? How yes, did yes. that happen? Um with Ibfan we would be contracted Mm-hmm. to work as national supervisors in Karamoja mm. there is an assessment that they usually do in those areas to find out the nutritional status of the people that are living there mm-hmm. and they do so mainly for women and children because those are key people that are affected so mm-hmm. much because you have to give birth as a mother something happens to a woman's body yes, and then it, it also, takes a lot from you mm-hmm. yes and then also the children you know how karamoja is mm. the food insecurity and all those there's a lot of issues that side and so um i've been part of like two uh, assessments eh? mm-hmm. that was for wfp we had to go to karamoja and train mm-hmm. certain people and collect information and also do the nutrition assessment mm-hmm. to find out so we'd give a report we visited very many villages it was really tough okay karamoja is so hot i went to, <laughs> <laughs> i went to a district called amdad uh-huh. i think those days i was even so young i remember crying at some point <laughs> <laughs> It was too much for you. It was too tough because there are certain areas you reach and the car can't go there. Mm-hmm. And that means you have to walk like kilometers mm. looking for people. Yes. And then people are not as receptive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unless you have people that speak their language. Okay. Yes. So, but then it went so well. Mm-hmm. We collected our data. We assessed the children. And I kind of, I mean, the diversity, seeing people, how they live. Mm. I didn't know that they take camel milk. Mm-hmm. I saw someone milking a camel in Karamoja. I was like, wow. <laughs> 
Oh wow! So it opens your eyes to things that are so different when we're sheltered here in our Kampala. Uh, Kampala mm. is too small. <laughs> when you go there, you realize you're like, wow! I mean, how people live that side, and actually, it made me even appreciate life. They mm-hmm. don't really have much as we do, mm-hmm. but they're happy. Yeah, they're happy. They would have their communities. They sing. They dance. And Karamoja is not as bad as I thought. That too, right? Yes. It's not as bad as most people, people think. There are people who are rich. For them, their wealth is in cows and mm-hmm. camels and land and mean what you have. And you'd go to a compound. They say, this is the richest man in this village. Mm-hmm. And they have like very many camels, very mm-hmm. many cows. And you're like, wow, so this is wealth. That's wealth. Yes. yes. <laughs> very different. The assessment really went on well. I really loved the experience. Mm-hmm. I did another for it. It was for HIV. Mm-hmm. The impact of HIV on uh, on the body mm-hmm. and the, the link between HIV and your diet. Mm-hmm. That was the kind of study. It also uh, looked at breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Do, do HIV positive women breastfeed? There was a fear mm. around that, that if I breastfeed, it's going to cross over to my baby. Yes, yes. And so we did like an assessment still. That one we did, I think, uh, in Lira, in Karamoja as well. We did also in, uh, I've forgotten, Soroti. Mm. So we would go to different centers like a tasso or even a health center mm-hmm. and then get a group would call them focus group discussions mm-hmm. and we discuss with those mothers they tell us their challenges and all that what they think so we'd gather the data and also would share what we know mm-hmm. it's beautiful to work in communities yes yeah. i can see the love you have for your work and the love you have for children you keep talking about children <laughs> your passion for children so I know that you've appeared on very many TV shows as well, speaking from, you know, your experience as a professional. When did you start on this YouTube channel, The Dietary Factor, that show? When did you start it? Because you're the host and the brain behind it. Um, so there's this one time I appeared on NTV, Morning mm-hmm. at NTV. Yes. And I was talking about a topic I love, water intake. I'm there describing <laughs> your body needs water. Take about these glasses. And there's this friend of mine, she's like, Jackie, I have a YouTube channel. Can mm. we work together? Oh, I okay. need this content. I feel like my audience would appreciate this kind of content and you are the best person for this Mm -hmm. she comes to me she's like let us get content i'll shoot everything i'm available did you see yourself being the host (laughs) not really (laughs) (laughs) okay i really didn't see myself being the host i just thought that i would maybe just talk about a few things Mm -hmm. and then i go away but she's like i want you to be the lead of all these and it really helped me now i had to sit down and create scripts Mm -hmm. for the show you Mm -hmm. know having a shoot and then we need like six videos and the content has to be different for Mm -hmm. all those six videos yes and i had to read and get content and practice how am i going to speak (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. So I would write my script. I say I'm going to be talking about aromatherapy. This mm-hmm. is the description. This these are the essential oils I'll be talking about. Maybe I'm going to share a recipe. Mm-hmm. I need a kitchen. I had to real get into preparation and yeah. get a kitchen space. Get uh, the ingredients you need. What are you really discussing? Mm-hmm. I think it helped me so much, even with my work. 
certain topics eh, mm. as what I shared on dietary factor when a client comes eh, mm. it's so easy I'll tell you know what I shared a video on juicing versus smoothies mm. you could watch it and benefit so from it so the content just feeds into your professional life as well yes. this is forever media tv yes. that's a youtube channel yes okay and so uh, the videos actually went viral mm-hmm. kind of people tell me oh my god I saw you I'd be at church and someone comes and like I'm a big fan of your show <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And on Twitter, people are like, wow, this is great content. The good mm-hmm. thing is that the media people would produce really good work. Mm-hmm. And everyone started reaching out. I didn't know. I thought I was just putting up something. But I didn't know it would have such a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Nutrition is like, wow, I'm so proud of you. I want to be like you. In my inbox, people are like, can you host me on your show? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, really impacted. Then, yeah. okay, the most beautiful thing was someone reaching out to me like, you know, I started to drink water because I watched you <laughs> say that. I made a video about skin and mm-hmm. someone came and said, I followed everything you said in the video about skin and look at my skin mm. it's glowing so that kind of impact oh, wow i thought i was just shooting videos maybe i'm good at talking but then it started to impact very many people and so you started getting all this feedback yes. look at you all the hard work and the focus from s3 <laughs> <laughs> all the way back in s3 paying off <laughs> later okay so i imagine that also opened up so many opportunities for you once you went on youtube and people are actually now paying attention to you as a professional connecting with you and the most important thing is when people actually give you feedback based on them trying the things that you're talking about it must feel good eh? it feels really mm-hmm. rewarding mm-hmm. considering that our profession is not understood mm-hmm. very many people like they what Dietitian, they are what you know. <laughs> What's yeah. that? What's mm-hmm. it supposed to mean? No, even when it's your wellness expert, people like, okay, <laughs> what does that mean exactly? <laughs> Uh-huh. And so people started to pick interest out of the blue. I mm-hmm. tell you what, find people like dietitian. You know, okay, I got this name that I call myself. I'm like your favorite dietitian. Mm-hmm. It was just something. One time I was posting a photo of me with some fruits, and I'm like, oh yeah, I bring you some fruits because I'm your favorite dietitian. Mm-hmm. And so everyone started to pick up the name, like favorite dietitian, my favorite dietitian. So. When people would find me like, hi, favorite dietitian, I love your show. <laughs> <laughs> so it picked up and now everyone is realizing that, you know what, I mm-hmm. need your help. And trust me, people come to me, they're like, you know, I'm always bloated. Mm-hmm. I think I need you to help me. Okay. I'm like, wow, people are realizing that you need someone to guide you. And there are solutions to these things. You don't have to live with the problems. I know. I did a video on constipation and people would come and they're like, you know, I've been struggling with this thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, a friend of mine you. told me she is able to successfully use the toilet like once a week. I was like, what? Once a week? I'm like, shouldn't you be going at least twice a day? Isn't that like a healthy system? I was like, oh yeah, these are actual... And people don't talk about it until someone says, okay, there's solutions to this problem. People just keep quiet. I realize very many people keep quiet with 
things that are not normal mm. and you know when you keep quiet about let's say constipation it can later develop into like hemorrhoids or even colon cancer mm. and so people are quiet they're saying ah, maybe this is normal this is me mm-hmm. I can go like your friend I can go a week but when we open up and you're like it's not normal you know mm-hmm. you need assistance this is what you can do there's something missing in your diet mm-hmm. someone's like oh yeah Yes, now like this some other thing I realized mm-hmm. uh most women were having yeast infections and UTIs mm-hmm. and so one time my best friend is like hi Jackie I've been having a UTI I've taken medicine and it wasn't going it's away. not clearing oh, no. I, I'm like you know how you're having a conversation with someone I'm like ah you need to change your diet mm-hmm. probably you're feeding the the infection so let's do this and this change this to this I was just talking and my friend took the advice serious and after a week she's like can you imagine it cleared mm-hmm. I feel so comfortable right now mm-hmm. and from then she's a nurse so she's someone like, was suffering in silence you right? know what I think I'm also going to start reading these things of nutrition <laughs> so up to now actually she's like you taught me diet I'm now also a dietitian <laughs> So where can someone find you now? Because listening to you, I can imagine some people are like, "Okay, I want to sit down. See this lady." And yeah, get some great advice. Yes, right now I work at Nela Organics. Mm-hmm. Um the branch manager for the Chiwatule branch. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are located at Fomatic Mall. Mm-hmm. So if anyone needs any guidance with that, with weight loss, I've seen very many ladies mm-hmm. they feel really uncomfortable with how they look like, skin issues, mm-hmm. gas, bloating. Really there's a lot we deal with. Mm. I want to give birth Mm-hmm. fertility issues fertility issues yes and people quiet you know they mm-hmm. see it and they're taking all these medications in silence and things are not working mm-hmm. but you just need to twitch up your diet a little mm-hmm. to supply your body with the nutrients it needs so that it can thrive and then I usually tell people instead of surviving you should thrive. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Jackie, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for sharing a bit of your journey and we know where to find you, Nella Organics. Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you so very much. Any final advice because we're constantly seeing you know different diets i remember over the years you would hear of keto you would hear of well south beach you'd hear of this now i think the biggest thing i'm hearing about is intermittent fasting and just fasting in general um the benefits that it gives to most people most people are like what why would i go without food when i'm working and i'm doing well in life uh, your final thoughts uh, on that My final thoughts are really um the diet trends will always be there mm-hmm. but nothing beats healthy eating. Mm-hmm. It's not a one time fast that you do. It is the daily things you do. Mm-hmm. I tell people it's what you do on a daily. I had to ask me how do you maintain because from Jan to December you're the same. Yes. I'm like I do this thing every day. Okay. I don't take days off. <laughs> 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 yes, there could be a bit of some challenges, but this is my lifestyle. Would you say are you a vegetarian or vegan or anything like no, that? No, I'm not. You eat I everything. just eat healthy mm-hmm. and it's part of me mm-hmm. to an extent that when I'm eating food that's not part of me, I feel like I'm betraying myself or something, but mm. it's to make these changes a part of you. 
Okay. It's a lifestyle. Nothing beats lifestyle change. Nothing beats a healthy eating. Or whatever change you're making, it's not a one time. Mm-hmm. The problem is the trends is I'm vegan this month and next month I'm keto and next month <laughs> you know you're all over the place. Oh my God, those are two polar opposites, <laughs> but okay. But people like that, mm. that's the truth. Someone will come and they're like, I've done like five diets. Mm-hmm. But now, isn't it also people expect really quick results? They do expect. That's why you know you can't maintain because mm-hmm. you're going to lose ten kgs and in three months you're back to where you were. Yeah, yeah. So lifestyle, nothing beats lifestyle change. If you've chosen to work out, incorporate it into your daily. Mm-hmm. In that, if you don't work out, you feel like this is not me. Mm, it's something, like <laughs> something is missing. missing. Yes, mm-hmm. if you've chosen to do, let me say, like meditate. You make it a part of you. Mm-hmm. It's lifestyle. That's how me and dad are. We are embedded into each other. All right. That if you miss out on something, you feel like, I think I missed out on this. Mm-hmm. Or it's part of you. That's the only way you can live a healthy life. Okay. Not dieting. Not uh, that trend. No. Mm. Drinking water. Mm-hmm. Simple act. If you've not drunk six glasses, you'll feel uncomfortable if it's really you, mm-hmm. you know. If you've not exercised, so lifestyle change versus that trends versus whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just your lifestyle. This is how we live. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that amazing advice. And yeah, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you too. <laughs> I've enjoyed the conversation. Yay. <laughs> thank you. Groove. Cafe.